You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hi, I'm Sandy Olenek. And I'm Julia Murphy. This is a special broadcast of the Practical Horseman podcast. We were at the 2023 Longy FEI Jumping World Cup Final in Omaha, Nebraska last week. If you are following the World Cup, you probably know that Sweden's Henrik von Eckermann, the world number one rider, captured the title with his amazing King Edward. Rounding out the top three was the Netherlands' Harry Smulders and Monaco NLP, who finished second, and the United States' own Hunter Holloway and Pepita Conspita, who finished third. This is a competition where I think a good lesson is to never give up, to keep believing in yourself and your horse, and to keep trying. All three of the top riders weren't always at the top. Henrik won the first night, but dropped to third overall after the second leg. And then even in the third night's final two rounds, he had a rail down in the first round. In the press conference, he shared that he wasn't sure after the first round when he had had the rail if he'd lost his chance to win. And winning the World Cup had been a lifelong dream since he was a child, which he talks about, and also that he and his team had really decided to go for it in December. So it was a a pretty big deal for him. But uh, I just loved how he really, he just never gave up and kept trying to do his best. Smolders also persevered, having dropped from 7th to 11th from round 1 to round 2, but he ultimately made his way back to podium position. And Midwest favorite Hunter Holloway had always dreamed of the success that she ended up having at the World Cup Finals. Being from Kansas, she felt she had a lot of local support and was thrilled to represent the area on the podium. Before we get into the podcast, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this episode, Weatherbeta, and share their message. Experience the ultimate in equestrian style this spring with Weatherbeta, Dublin, and Collegiate. From training to competition, their range of equine essentials will keep both horse and rider ready for anything the weather throws your way. Elevate your ride and look the part with top-quality gear that delivers both performance and style. Now, listen in to what the riders had to say following the finale of the 2023 World Cup Finals. We'll start with Henrik von Eckermann, world number one and now a World Cup champion. Uh, Henrik, first of all, let's focus on the horse, because that horse is amazing. Tell us, I mean, everyone knows it, but tell us about um, that horse and where you got it and, and what it was like in there tonight. Yeah, it's, um, like I said the other day, it's a fantastic horse and I'm so lucky to have it and have an owner like Gil Kim to, to keep it and um, be able to, to, to keep on riding him and do these fantastic things together. Uh, yeah, I have to say after the second day where I had one down, of course I was not so happy when I came out, but then how the jump up went and with only one point different. I saw it as quite positive. I said, okay, he, he jumped one rung less. And uh, also when I came out today, he felt uh, better than all the other days. He was fresh and he was really jumping good. Um, I jumped very little on the warm-up because he felt, uh, felt amazing. And then okay, in the first round, I came in probably a little bit too far off the oxer, um, protecting him a little bit too much from the front bar. So I got a far jumping. And then he has so much power, so then it was difficult to, to, to get back to the number B and have that one. So I should have gone a little closer to the officer. Uh, but with that rail, uh, I was of course a little bit, oh, this was maybe uh, the chance that I had and it's gone. But then how it went on, kept on going. Uh, the chance kept on being there. 
and um, yeah, and then in the second round I jumped three jumps on the warm up because he felt uh, yeah, uh, better than ever. And then, uh, okay, we just have to trust his jump is in perfect shape, and uh, I had a really good feeling going in, and that was a fantastic feeling to jump around him. And what's he like at home compared to the ring? Because it looks like when he comes in, he almost kind of grows a hand. He kind of loves the atmosphere. Yeah, no, that's also what makes him very, very special. I mean, he's, as I said before, he's like a dog at home. You know, he's, he's so uh, easy and so relaxed. And so, but then when he comes in the ring, he's a very small horse. When he comes in the ring, he's, he's like he's growing five centimeters more. And that makes the difference. It's, you know, some horses, they come in and get a bit shy. But he, can feel how it's like starting an engine, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a fantastic specialty. And finally, for just now, you've won so much over the years with all your medals and stuff, but I mean, this never gets boring, does it? And imagine names that are on this trophy. It's always a silly question, but what does it feel like to win a World Cup final? So it must be pretty good. Well, I haven't felt it before, it was the first time. Uh, and, uh, you know, my, my trip when I started, when I was very young, I always went to Gothenburg Horse Show to watch the World Cup. And uh, it's always been there as a big, big goal and a dream for me to be able to have my name on that um, trophy. Um, so it's a, for me, it's very special. And of course, the way there, I, we had after the Geneva, we had this as a goal. And we said, we, well, I want to go to the World Cup final, I want to try to win it. And even if it's a fantastic horse, we all know it's horses, and it's very easy to, that it doesn't go the way. So it makes it even more special now that we had the goal and mm. we made it, and you know, thanks to my team. Well, I think that's it for now. Of course, these guys will have questions. We're going to head down to Harry for now. Uh, Harry, another amazing horse, and in some amazing rounds over the last few days. First of all, tell us about the horse, and then about your rounds today. Um, yeah, Monaco had uh, more very, uh, uh, since the seven-year-old, he's 14 now. He's, he's a uh, truly amazing horse, and um, also I think uh, if you see, see his statistics, uh, the consistency from him is uh, is amazing in the last few years. And it feels like he's still getting uh, better and improving, and uh, even at this age, I think today he was probably uh, he took the best ever. Uh, it was even even better than last year in Leipzig, uh, and again a podium place. So I'm I'm, I'm delighted. Uh, thanks to the owners also that they let me ride a horse ever against stables. Um, and I think, like uh, like Hendrik said, he was the favourite. Uh, definitely, he's a uh, King Edward is at the moment a horse that's dominating our sport. Uh, but then still to win there's also uh, different pressure, and you still need to to handle all these kind of things. And uh, uh, I would have loved to uh, to to go in the jump off. Because Monaco was, uh, I think also people that have seen this morning that Vecek, he felt still amazing in his energy level and focus. And uh, this was probably a, a, a day that I could co compete against uh, King Edward. Uh, but I think it's also not, uh, we don't need to be uh, shaped uh, to be second in uh, and to have such a champion in front of us. Um, and do you think the format works where you have that day off before the final? Because so many of the horses came out kind of looking a bit fresher and sort of feeling really good after that day off. Do you do you like that? Yeah, Monaco is a horse that is uh, really uh, quick to charge himself again. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, he has a lot of energy and he has a lot of blood, uh, but he also recovers very quick from 
and, and like Hendrik said, uh, we didn't have to do the jump ball, but I have to unfortunately, unfortunately also uh, one rail on uh, on the Thursday. Um, but like the energy we saved, uh, that's probably why our horses did something extra today. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm just getting sure these guys love questions. We'll head on to answer now. Have you stopped smiling at answer, or are you still? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been in every press conference as our highest ranked US rider, but you're now here as our third place finisher. Obviously, you took the horse to Leipzig last year. How soon after that did you start planning for Omaha? Immediately. <laughs> and what's that journey been like? Uh, it's been great. You know, after we got the first one under our belt, she felt super and uh, felt like I knew she could do it and I could do it. So I was just really excited to come back and attack it again on home soil. And how did you find the courses in there tonight? <laughs> I love Bernardo's courses. They're super. Um, I thought they were well suited to many types of horses, and I think they were courses that made the rider ride every stride of the course. There was no. No breaks, which is which is good. It's World Cup finals, it should be hard. And when you come into that ring, this is something we've kind of asked you all week, but the crowd, I mean, don't tell Henrik, but I think you've got bigger cheers than him tonight, even after he won. <laughs> uh, how does that feel? Does it add the pressure on a little bit, or you just put that out of your mind? And... I appreciate it, and I love it. Um, you know, I'm from Kansas, which is only about two hours away from here, so I get a lot of that home support and a lot of that family support, and uh, everyone here really makes you feel like family, and we have the whole U.S. team here supporting as well, so um, it's a great feeling. Perfect. Well, can we actually get a mic to Bernardo, because he's down here hiding, and I think we should really ask him a question, because he's built his first World Cup finals now. Bernardo, everyone throughout the week, you've not been at the press conferences till this one, but I've complimented your courses. Pressure's off now. I'm taking it you're very happy, but just tell us about your courses and what kind of goes into preparing a course like this. First, I'm going to sleep great tonight, <laughs> like like those three, you know. Yeah. Um, um, to be honest, I'm going to say something very cliche, but it's true. Not, not one person can produce this kind of jumps and tracks, and it, it's a whole team behind it, you know. And it's it's I have a great team behind me. Even if I have a bad day, they don't let me fall down. So it's a it's me and my team, special, you know. And um, a lot of thoughts. I went to Leipzig last year. We started immediately planning. It's been it's, it's been tiring, you know. And um, the, we try to make different tests every day to have the speed with some options, but not the flat race. They have to jump, so so it's hard in Doris to create nice options and still have a jumping test, not too tall, not too small. The second day harder, more efforts, jumps quicker, but not too big, just. Uh, tall variables today. Okay, scope, different lines. Some some lines that they, they look like the turn to the Liverpool on second round onto the gate and then the double. But they have to flow. It took a long time to put them on the floor for them to flow from, for example, now from the Liverpool to the FEI Oxford. Mm -hmm. So we, we try to create it's the same courses with the same experts on top. We try to create different tests every time. And I think I think we got it. You know. I'm very happy with the result. I think we have a great winner. And like I said, I'm going to sleep great tonight. <laughs> about, about, and we had some kind of more kind of novice, younger riders coming through as well. I'm sure these guys might agree or disagree. But I think you kind of got it just right. You know, it was challenging enough for the number one in the world. But I think the younger riders left better. And I think all the horses will left better as well. Did you guys kind of agree? or Feel free to say yeah, that. Um, before and actually before the last round I already said because it's easy to say oh it's a great course because I won it uh, but I said before uh, congratulations because he did it
perfect. Yeah. It was good to the horses. It was exciting to the last rider. Um, and um, yeah, I think he, he, fantastic. fantastic. Um, Henry, can you talk about, obviously you've talked a lot about King Edward and how incredible he is, but I think one of the most incredible things is how consistent you guys have been. Is there something particular that you guys do that he does you know, to produce such top results over and over again? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, the quality of what he has is just amazing and we are just trying to keep him you know, mentally uh, happy and physically in the best shape he can be. And uh, of course, with the championships I had, the Olympics and the World Championships, I had a system that I follow. Um, for example, you know, the, when it comes to the championship, I just launch him. I never ride him before. I just two hours before I, I launch him a bit, make him warm in his body, just to try to keep his energy up, um, to keep him fresh and fresh and happy. And, and uh, yeah, I, I I know him very well and. Uh, uh, I trust him, and um, yeah, like I said, um, that's that makes also the difference between a really good horse and a superstar like he is. You know, he can perform, and he's just getting better and better. Like also, like Harry said about his horse, you know, it's just getting better and better for every day. The last round was the best round he did, and it was same in the World Championship. And of course, as a rider, when you sit on a horse like that, and you've have this feeling that the horse is just growing into it. It gives you self-confidence, and um, it's um, it's amazing feeling, and that's why it's so great. What's the next thing you're gonna win? Uh, first, I have to <laughs> uh, first, you have to come home and and just uh, go in the field and and um, have an easy time, and, and then uh, we make a, a new new plan. It suits him. Thank you. Harry, can you talk a little about you were coming in seventh today, you know, what the mentality is. Obviously it's not over until it's over, so you know, what were you thinking coming into today? Yeah, um, like we said I was on seventh because uh, I was on five uh, five penalty points, so I knew uh, I was trusting the course designer of course today that he was gonna build something. Uh, technical and difficult, um, and like we said already, like with the, with the chef to keep, uh, uh, just dancing before the one who's going double clear today, he's uh, out of this top positions. That's probably going to be uh, the winner, and uh, like like uh, we just uh, talked about, we had, we had only one double clear, so in, in that way we were right. But uh, uh, I would have been. Uh, I would have liked to be in the, that one, yeah, to the code, but yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, but to move up from seventh to second, I think it's uh, it's again a great day, a great day for me, and uh, because all those horses you saw the other days, they were in a, in a super shape, uh, and uh, to make them the difference, you you, you must have an extraordinary day. Thank you. And Hunter, sort of similarly, you have been climbing up, um, and towards the end of that second round, you know, you, have, you were going clear. Do you feel just before you? Do you feel any? Did you feel any pressure? What was your mentality 
kind of going into that last round, knowing yeah. you had to do the clear? Yeah, I think I came the day tied for fifth with Yuri, and I was really happy to do double clear, and I made a few mistakes in the first round. Um, my horse was super. She should have been clear. I was not. Um, and I knew I really needed to fight for that clear round every bit of it, and that's what I tried to do the whole way around, is just fight for that clear round every second, every inch. Thank you. Any other questions? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, Bernardo, you had a little bit of help today from a young lady from Sylvania who, who designed the very first fence on course, winner of the Longy My Dream Challenge. Um, would you like to say a little bit about how nice it was to have help from a 13-year-old girl? Yes, it was very interesting. The, the, the fence was very beautifully designed. and. Uh, and it's actually a little big, so it was challenging for me to put in the arena in a, in a nice position that would, would, would shine. And again, I, I think my team and I, we, we just we did that, you know, being number one and then number two. And um, I think it was very pretty, I think it jumped very well, to be honest. Juna Djokovic, and back of the room here. Juna, where? <laughs> oh, oh, there you are. Yeah, well, well done, Juna. Um, Henrik von Eckelund was jumping your fence, and so was Harry Smodis, and our third place rider as well. And I built it. Was there any fault actually on this one? Uh, no, it wasn't. So it was a good fence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fence for the horses, well done. Yeah, you won't get a job designing fences, you. <laughs> <laughs> any other questions? Just, could I just ask one more? Um, Henrik, you've always said you wanted to win this, um, and it's taken a while to do it. You've, you've been on the podium a couple of times before with Mary Lou, I think twice. Um, just how special is it to have achieved this with this extraordinary horse who at the moment seems to be more or less <clears throat> unbeatable? Um, does this stand up there with, just with all those other great things you've done with this horse? Uh, yeah, of course, it's, uh, I mean, um, done so many great things, and, um, and of course, the more great things you do, the more expectations you have, and uh, we all know how quickly it goes, um, even with a great horse like this, like in Gothenburg, I didn't want to go there and have two down, I still had two down. Um, and uh, yeah, then I changed the plan. I was not supposed to go to Hertogenbosch, but I had a feeling that uh, with that feeling I had in Gothenburg, I don't want to go to the World Cup final. So uh, I changed and I went to Hertogenbosch and he felt fantastic again. So I had a good feeling again. And, and uh, so it's many things, you know, uh, to, to um, but of course that it now goes the way it did. It's, uh, it's amazing and I'm just thankful for that. Okay, we've got Mike Dines towards, no? Okay, now we've got Mike Dines towards, right? Okay. Hunter, as we know, it takes a talented rider and a talented horse. But there's also a team behind you, and I'm sure that there is one behind you. Could you talk about the people that are closest to you and how they gave you the vision that you could do this? 
Yeah, I know. I think um, behind all of us, every great rider and every great horse, there's a huge team of people helping them and um, building them up. And they've been behind me every step of the way. You know, Dylan Gamble, Louis Sabino, our great groom Katie this week, um, the vets, the farriers, Dr. Stephanie Gibson's our vet, and the team vets here, the support from them and the physios and everything. Um, you know, Lizzie and Robert, every bit of it helped make this possible. What about your personal team? And that was uh, Dylan Gimble, Lou Sabino, Katie, all of them, you know, they uh, are with me every step of the way. I can't say enough great things about them. Thanks, Gordon. Um, Henrik, you have just been on such incredible winning form. Can you reflect a bit on your career at this point, kind of highlight, and I guess individually, and also sharing it with this horse? Yeah, I think I'm on top of my career. <laughs> it feels like it can only go one way and it's uh, down, down way. Uh, so I really try to hold on to the moment and I, I actually, every day, I, I'm thankful for uh, what I have and I really try to remember because it's very easy. In our sport we have, you know, different horses and, you know, it's, it's a work every day and you keep on going and keep on going and, and sometimes you just, it's good to sit down and just say, you know, we have it fantastic and be thankful for what we have because it, it's not going to be forever. And so, um, but I just try to enjoy the moment now. Any other questions? Yeah. Well, just right in the middle here. There you go. So, Hunter, can you, uh, first of all, how would you rank today among life experiences that you've had so far? You've, you know, you've been won the, the McClay and so on. So, how does it fit in? And secondly, could you just give us a little uh, synopsis of your history with Pepita and how she is to be around in, in the stable versus riding and so on? Yeah, I think I've always had pretty big goals. And this has always been a very big goal of mine. And to be sitting with riders such as this is obviously a great honor. Um, very excited to be here and, and thrilled. And I think my horse performed great all week. Um, and then relationship with her has been great. It's only getting stronger and building and I kind of feel like we're just getting started so I'm very excited for the future with her. For Harris Motors, we've been hearing for years about uh, Henrik's hunger for the top position. You yourself have been in the second position now. When do you start planning for Riyadh and the top position? <laughs> I must say like uh, after Geneva Okay, Monaco a little bit of a, of a break. Um, he, he had a fantastic season also last year. And, uh, but I felt like he, he... I like my horses to have like uh, like two months off uh, then they don't jump. And uh, I think that's now paying off again. Uh, the horse is fresh. And, uh, and I felt him also... I, I was really enjoying all week about because I felt... I wanted him to be in a, in a super shape here, and he was again. You know, and that is something like uh, if the horse is that manageable and that's coachable, that's what you want because you want today to know how he's going to be tomorrow. Uh, and to bring him in the right focus every time, that is actually our, our job to do. And uh, when they then respond like that, I was anyway. <laughs> Depending on my place, of course, I want to win, but that horsemanship and what he gives you back, I was enjoying him the whole week.
Thanks for tuning in to this special episode from the 2023 FEI World Cup Finals, and many thanks to our sponsor, Weatherita. Thanks again for listening. Thank <laughs> you.